Hello and welcome to Our Love is Disgusting. I'm Ray Kump. I'm Lucy Steiner. We're lovers. We're in fucking love with each other. We fuck. And we're also just pigs. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey everybody. You're hey my little Biden boy. You just came out as Biden boy to me. I mean, who, really? I, I came out as a Biden boy. I've been supporting Joe Biden <laughs> since... Uh, you know, I saw him just be mean and crazy during, you know, hearings years ago. Ever since you saw him publicly molest those children. <laughs> well, look, it's not that fact that he molested them. It's the way I, I shouldn't. This, this, is a, this is a soundbite they'll use against me. This is, Hopefully. That's only hope. Yeah, this is, this is another one of your Me Too's you're trying to pull off on me. Lucy, if you, this is your first time listening, has been trying to Me Too me since the show began. I am making it my mission to get Ray Me Too'd. Um, just to see what would happen. Just to see how he would respond. Too bad to for you that I am not even the world's greatest male feminist, but just one of the top feminists out there. Uh, I, I I just challenge you to find a more comprehensive ally to women than Ray Kump. And and a braver ally at that. Mm. I mean, it, yeah, you're, I take risks. You're a brave man. Thank but you. but you expressed a, a desire to see Biden cl- uh, clinch the nomination. I'm more of a Bernie gal. Well, I mean. <sighs> I'm not saying I'm still a Biden boy. I mean, you did kind of, I mean, to be fair, um, we did a little role play. Yeah, I, I kind of, I was thinking of how I could convince uh, sweet Biden boys like yourself uh, to come over to the Democratic Socialist wing of the party. Right. And um, the first thing that came to mind was to I suck could... me off. <laughs> To just suck me off. Well, I wasn't going to put it that crudely. I was going to say that I would I would seduce you in a sensual but also intellectual with manner. A, with a mouth sucking <laughs> on my cock. We're just putting you... Yeah, I'll seduce you by sucking cum out of your penis. Right? Look, Am I right? Am I right? That's one way to express it. Another sure. another way to express it might be that I came to your door. I ca- Canvassing. Yeah, I came to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I came to your door, figuratively speaking, yeah. canvassing for Bernie, making my case, and a love affair was sparked between us. Sure, I mean, look, we—they say I don't, opposites attract. In this case, two people who are slightly uh, two points away on the s- political spectrum attract. I got uh, sucked off and traded that for my vote. That's what happened. <laughs> Let's not make this poetic. Does that count as? Because I know that, like, if you're canvassing. You can register people to vote, but you can't like give them a stamp for them their envelope. You can't right. you can't like help them mail it in. Oh, but you can blow uh, them. Yeah, you, you can blow. You can blow. Them. You, you think can blow. Them. Blow, blowing them doesn't count as bribery. You can't blow them uh, while you're putting a stamp on their envelope. <laughs> you know, you can't lick their scrotum. Well, yeah, let's not get crazy. Let's not just undermine the democratic process by getting li- stamps involved. You can't lick their their scrotum asshole while you're you know putting the the envelope into the mailbox. That's, that's something you cannot do. Yeah. But uh, can you suck them off while they're putting their own earned stamp on the on the envelope? As long as you can prove it, you didn't put it. I mean, the fact that you're you're yeah, you get into the dicey territory. Yeah. You know, you might you might want to lick the shit out of their ass, but and then, and then let them do it afterwards. Got it. Got it. You know, don't don't shit where you eat. Shit where you suck. Because I think I'm gonna do some canvassing this year. I'm new, I'm new to it. I want to know what the rules are. You're not really canvassing, are you? I think I'm gonna do a little canvassing. Why? Because I'm, I, you know, I, I could be a service to the cause. You, you're gonna bring a class socialism over this country. <laughs> I can feel it. Uh, welcome. Uh, I'm too cute for 
people to not become. He's communists. gonna suck. I mean, are you, are you, is this, are you just practicing on me? You're gonna suck other guys off. I'm very jealous. I mean, why would you do something that you're only gonna use? Why would you develop a skill you're only gonna use once? Maybe you fucking you turn <laughs> against me and just fucking <laughs> with, just fucking start sucking. I mean, I'm not calling you a whore or nothing, but uh. <sighs> hey. I'm, yeah, you know, you've heard of Bernie Bros. Yeah, but Bernie Ho. Uh, Maybe Bernie they Hose. could call me a Bernie prostitute. <laughs> a Bernie slit. <laughs> Bernie slit. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> wet, wet holes for Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking glory. Put a glory hole in the fucking... Yeah. Do you think everyone's ever just fucking shit through a glory hole? <laughs> Look, I don't want... I, w- I, I would. It would be great to me if, if Bernie Sanders fixed the sexual harassment issues within his campaign this time around, but nobody said that I couldn't sexually exploit myself. In the interest so of you're animal. you're you're just trying to you're just doing this to fucking get like get you get some strange in your in your cunt. <laughs> get some strange. This is just what you're trying to do. I don't I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. If you're gonna cuck me, just make it a surprise at least. <laughs> don't tell me you're gonna do it and then like I have to like sit there and just cry into a pile of money like that movie <laughs> where they fucking they they Demi Moore pays Woody Harrelson to let her fuck Rob Redford. Is that what happens? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, here's here's a thousand dollars. Let me fuck someone else. <laughs> That's that, that. We should remake. Uh, what's that movie called? Indecent Proposal. We, yeah, should, we should make it that. Just you. Here's a thousand dollars, Ray. Go buy a PlayStation VR and let me fuck someone with a hard cock. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit there going. Rah. Only there's no monetary prize. The prize is that like one retiree might vote for Bernie in the primary, <laughs> and he still loses. Wait, so you're not giving me the PlayStation VR now? You you're retconning my story. Wait, what, you're so you you want a PlayStation for me to fuck other guys? I mean, I was pitching a movie. Oh, okay. I'm you sorry. just don't listen to me when I talk. I'm sorry, I do listen. You to space you. out so much. What goes on in your head? What are you thinking about? It's a legitimate mental illness, first of all. It's it's recognized by the medical community. What's it called being a ditz? <laughs> it's called being a vacant whore. <laughs> vacant horrorism. Yeah. Um. No, I disassociate sometimes. We just something just now. Uh, no, but sometimes I also lose the thread. Sometimes people who did, sometimes I just lose the thread. It's not always because my brain is breaking. All right, so I wasn't accusing you. I'm just saying you didn't listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't bringing up your dissociative. Uh, you know. I thought your scenario was very funny. Thank you, but you didn't know what it was. You thought you like now you want me to buy you a PlayStation? That's like what? Like you didn't you didn't hear the whole thing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> The okay. important thing is the fans heard it. Yeah, the you guys heard you guys heard what I'm going through here. I love this woman, but she doesn't listen to me. I don't know what's going on. Oh, you know, and and uh, I mean, we were doing. Uh, you know, speaking of our sexual role play, yeah, uh, we got into one. It wasn't so much a sexual role play as it was like a, a maternal loving role play. Right. Well, I mean, I, I think I started dancing like a baby in bed, and then. Uh, oh yeah, and I was so. I was so you were so cute. Right, I was just on and my back, kick, kicking my air in the air. Yeah, uh, and and and, and, <laughs> and then I yeah. said, I was like kind of joking around, like, "What would you do if like you gave we had a baby and you gave birth, and then within like a day or two, it grew to the size of me?" Yeah, and it was just like because I, I was like on top of you while it was happening. I was like, "What, what would happen?" Like, yeah. and like I was crushing you, 
And but like what I was surprised to realize that like you were enthralled by the idea. Yeah, I just couldn't get over how cute it would be for you to be a baby. But like I I don't know if you were like really picturing what what it would entail. Like the the whole idea is that I'd be my size, my large physical man size. <laughs> and like without without any of the capabilities of controlling this this this, you know, powerful body that I have. Yeah, because you'd be I mean the shits obviously would be a full grown. I'd be man shitting shits. all over you. I'd be taking uh, big you've seen my I mean, you've never seen my shits. I don't I don't like bring you to that side of my life. One day maybe before you know, I'll I'll bring you into the toilet uh after I shit, but before I flush. And I'll show you what you're in for if if you if you if you really want to commit <laughs> you're this. In for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a threat. <laughs> well, yeah, you look down. You go like, is this, is this really what you want? What your eyes your eyes are bigger than your stomach. <laughs> uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I'm just born to be a mother because when I think about you and and your uh, rampage as a as a giant baby, yeah, all I picture is like being at like a mommy and me circle with other mothers and they're they're normal babies. Oh, I'm not normal now. <laughs> Look, you're special, baby. You don't other me. <laughs> and my and I'm there with my weirdo giant babies. I'm a and mm-hmm. and you know and I'm just talking to them. All I can th- all I can imagine is me just talking to them about the joys and challenges of having a giant fucking baby. <laughs> Where am I gonna shit? Am I gonna shit? Uh, if you really do, you want to do baby play? We'll set up a little tub for you. Do you want? To, well, you, I'm gonna shit into a tub. <laughs> It'll be your tub. You, of what shit. you you? Uh, what am I a cat with a litter box? <laughs> you think your baby's just gonna like crawl into a tub? What are we even talking about? Why did your show keep evolving and devolving into like just us talking about how different incarnations of us shitting into boxes? It feels like. <laughs> What we do is like every other episode, it's just one of us shitting in our pants, shitting in a box. I'm shitting in a tub now. Well, I think it's I think it's something that's um, you know, subconsciously on the mind a lot <laughs> between couples. I mean look Because you know, one day one of us, if we you know, if we stay together for the rest of our lives, and I believe we will. Yeah, of course. Like we are going to a point's going to come where one of us is going to our brain's going to give out our body's going to give out and we're going to start shitting ourselves. Well, and I, I can wipe your I don't know if you can wipe my ass, but I can wipe your ass. I no can problem. wipe your ass. Thank you. I mean, I'm I, I, I'm practiced in wiping the asses of adults. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is true. I worked at a morgue and I would have to clean their asses. Yeah. And sometimes because uh, I've used the same technique that I would use to pick up. The legs of the person, like when I wipe, when I wipe a corpse's ass, <laughs> I use the same technique that you got upset about. I would use that technique to also take off your jeans. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, you put po- and your panties. Well, you pointed this out to me. I believe we were like about to, we were about to fuck. Yeah, we were like I was undressing you to fuck. And <laughs> it was it was a little disturbing to begin with because the way you took off my pants was like the way you take off a baby's pants is that the same as the baby it's like if you were wiping a b- about to wipe a baby well basically to explain what i did was i basically took uh one of your ankles yeah and i just uh like placed it over the other ankle so they kind of <laughs> yeah. intersected and i grabbed the whole of you know the whole the joint ankle the yeah. jo- and, and, and just picked you up by it <laughs> and so you're and so like you know your, your legs are up in the air and so your ass until your ass leaves the uh the uh, bed, uh, whatever service is on, 
And then so almost a table. <laughs> your ass looks the table. Well, it, 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 you, it could also work on a table. Uh, and, any surface. And then in addition to that kind of like weird act of infantilization, then you lean over and this is how I remember it. You lean over and in my ear you whisper, I used to do this at the morgue. Well, I, I mean, look, I, I thought you might. Look, so, this, you're into like serial killers and like Carl Pans. You're always jerking off to Carl Pans, Ram. And like fucking like this last podcast on the left shit. You have like pointed out that it, sometimes when I talk about serial killers, because there are some serial st- killer stories who excite me more than other, who 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 fascinate me more than others. You know, Carl Panzram set a prison on fire. Right, uh, that's pretty badass. Just, uh, yeah. You know, and and but sometimes you'll catch me talking about these things, and my tone will be very excited. Yeah, you 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 you're you're a little drippy. Yeah, I can be a little drippy about the. The really effective killers. <laughs> you're, like a, you're, like, you're like a Duncan Hines cake. We, we nice agree. and moist. The two of us agree on one thing, which is that like Ted Bundy is a totally overrated oh, yeah. serial Look, killer. Anyone can kill pro Look, the cops don't care. I mean, it's a tragedy the way prostitutes are treated in this country, uh, and and also the way cops you know treat their deaths. But the reality is that means that I'm not like. I I don't know why I should be impressed by any of these people, but especially I mean, Carl Panzer was at least like fighting longshoremen, yeah, and then like submitting them, yeah. But like Ted Bunny was just like going after pro- like no one cares. Well, he like, was going I, I after. I care. Not I'm, even the, I'm the one who cares. Honestly, it's like it's even worse than that because if he was going after prostitutes, I mean, the cops don't care about prostitutes, so that makes them easy targets. Right. But prostitutes also, I think, kind of like understand the dangers. Unfortunately, they have to. Okay. But it's like he was going after like coeds, like he was like sneaking into dorms and killing coeds. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, well, that does seem because I feel like America protects their coeds more than their prostitutes. Yeah, we love our coeds. Yeah, they they don't they have like an old woman who like watches over their panties or something. <laughs> right. is, that, is that I mean that, that seems to be a trope in films. Is that really. Did you have an old woman watching your panties at, at college? <laughs> Are you? Is your entire image of college life for women from like Animal House or yes. something? Yes, <laughs> yes, I think it is. Uh, I mean, we have RAs, and right. the RAs were kind of always kind of like sticks. Watch in the your mud. panties. What, watch what would your happen if like, like who would you report a panty raid to? Did we you ever get panty raided? They, I, I think panty raves were defined as like uh, assault by then, All right. <laughs> or at least a, a misdemeanor. Wasn't pr- <laughs> the esteemed Judge Kavanaugh involved in panty raiding? Oh, that's right. That was something that that may have come out. Did I make I make that up, or was he was he doing that? Was he I, grabbing pa- was he grabbing fucking jocks from women? You know, I don't want to say it because I don't know if that I, I I know what you're talking about. I think that I, there may have been something. I like don't want to slander the esteemed <laughs> Justice Kavanaugh. He I, might he might not have stolen the, the panties he of may young have women. Just raped a woman. Yeah, guys. he might have just done that, or or not at all. I who who could tell? Maybe uh, not, but how much? Maybe. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> just fucking. He just. I mean, even if he didn't rape her, he kind of <laughs> raped her anyway. The like, f- like the whole like, even if, even if she wasn't raped, that whole hearing was a rape. <laughs> that, that the most morbidly funny thing about the country to me is like is is how much or one of the most morbidly funny things is how Republicans in particular and Democrats are capable of it too, but Republicans really will like it doesn't matter how credible the victim is, it doesn't matter if it's like 
you know, a, a woman who could be deemed loose or like a 50-year-old librarian. A loose librarian, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if it's anyone. You could have the, the whole spectrum of women right. of varying sexual presentations. Ruth Ginsburg. And in there, they sure. will just, they will fucking go for the throat. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like looking at their, like shuffling their papers. Yeah. So who's this whore now? Oh, I, I love Miss uh, Lazy Ford. I love. It's like, so, a, it's like a 10-year-old. <laughs> when's the last time you had a period? <laughs> this when the when's the last time you bled? <laughs> Did you bleed this morning? Did you do you bleed yesterday? <laughs> fucking Mitch McConnell just fucking jerking um, off while he like fucking calls got, her a whore. Have you had that uh the fucking turn the women have where you stop bleeding? Uh, yes, I've gone through menopause. How can we trust a woman who doesn't bleed? <laughs> yeah. what, what, <laughs> no, but like Christine Blasey for it was just crazy. It's like the entire right wing press. I know this is like old old yeah. news. <laughs> Real topical here. <laughs> we're really, really, we're, what are we scraping the, the old hits? Fucking, fucking home with the Kavanaugh hearing six months later. But um, <laughs> it's weird to say it's old news when it's like the rapist one though. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like you it's, know. Uh, <laughs> It's over. The cycle's over. The right? cycle's over. We need to find a new rape to talk about. We <laughs> Don't you have any new rapes up your <laughs> sleeve? But uh, Christine Blasey Ford, what was amazing about that to me was that, like, she's like this woman. She's like a mom. She's like a quintessential mom. Like she's, you know, professor. What does that mean? Yeah, but, you know, she looks like your mom. Oh, okay. not like, my mom. Like, she looks like she could be your mom. All right. I'm not talking about, like, Looks like you, but she has a momish look. Sure, she's not some. Fil- she's not wearing fishnets and crotchless panties. But also, she's not like she doesn't look like. I know she's a professor and stuff, but it's like she doesn't present like a high power demeanor either. Like oh, sure, it, sure. But it's like they're still like, uh, when when is she gonna come out with a book deal? Huh? Right. It's like is she just running away from the cameras? Was she gonna do a leverage buyout <laughs> next to? <laughs> yeah, I get it. No, yeah. the Republicans. Um, they want to get. Look, they're amazing. They're not afraid to yeah. hold um, harlots accountable, <laughs> and I appreciate that. Um, so no panty raids. That's good. But um, no. What? But yeah, I mean, you're you're a great feminist. I mean, while we're on the topic, sure. You um, or you're great at pretending to be a feminist. Well, I mean, I'm I, never quite sure. I mean, I, what, what what are you implying here? Why, why would you even go there? I'm just saying, either either. The mask is on so tight and so perfectly. Oh, so you I think you, you think it's gonna be like a thing like after we're married? Yeah. After we're five, five, yeah, and like you know, ten years in, I'm just gonna like it's I'm gonna come out and start like like fucking uh, what's his name uh, De Niro and this uh, Good Boys Life, whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like you get it in your ass in your mouth. This is my house. <laughs> yeah. Put some mustard on a sandwich. <laughs> put some, here, I'm gonna put some mustard on a kid's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, did he pour mustard in DiCaprio's face? Yeah, that was a great fuck movie. Fuck his mother in the ass. He fucking mushes mustard on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go fucking tear up with your mom's balloon knot. <laughs> here's some. Here's some French's mustard. You fucking. You scumbag. <laughs> What a great film! <laughs> what was the point of that? Is that a true story? I think it's like the, the it's it's the story of the author Jack London. I think his oh, name is. Oh, okay. It better be a true story because otherwise, oh, Jack Wolf, Jackie Wolf, Jackie Wolf. He wrote he wrote that he didn't write that book good. Call of the Wild or some shit. It's good. He's a. It's good. He's a Call of the Wild. I think so. It. I mean, it's good. It's based on a, something true because if it wasn't, then it's just somebody who wants to see that happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if like, what's in the... We should really see if we can find out if the mustard scene was improvised. Because, I mean, De Niro, I, I wouldn't put it past him just to throw some mustard in the kid's face. Because <laughs> apparently he recommended uh, him to De Niro, uh, Scorsese years later. Yeah. Because he was looking for someone for uh, Gangs of New York, I guess. Right, right. And you gotta work, you gotta work with this kid, fucking uh, this, this DiCaprio kid. I shoved mustard all through his face, didn't even flinch. <laughs> great boy. Great, he's a very good boy. <laughs> he ate all his mustard. Oh, he ate all his mustard? He ate all his mustard. <laughs> I mean, fucking Scorsese. Um, what are we gonna do when we find out they're fucking creeps? They're, yeah. they're a couple of Me Too creeps. Yeah. And we don't know anything about it. We hope it's not true. Yeah, if a kid's willing to take mustard on his face, what else is he willing to take? Uh, a little horseradish. <laughs> oh. A little fucking uh, little relish. <laughs> Maybe some nice semen. <laughs> he got there. He was. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little shy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Maybe uh, my semen. <laughs> my semen under his breath. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Oh, I'm talking like these awkward men. We had we had a situation where I was. I'm not a feminist, but you know. We had a guy run in with a. It wasn't a run in, I mean, but like, you know, I'm, guys are awkward around you sometimes. They try to make jokes. And I, I mean, or am I awkward? Am I making it awkward by being aggressive to them? It's the, it's the question. <laughs> well, I think the answer to that is absolutely 100% I, yes. I accuse the acquaintance of ours to, to of, be, of. Let me explain it. <laughs> we're, we're sitting around, we're, we're waiting for. Ray's, I was doing a show. Ray's doing a comedy show. One of his comedy shows. One, one, of, shows. one of his stand-up talent shows. Yeah. And um, we're you know we're sitting in the back, and another comic comes up. Right. And uh, you know, and and Ray's in like, hey, do you know Lucy? Like, and we're like, yeah, yeah, like because we we've met before. You've met. You, yeah. And he kind of in an over-the-top, a jokey way goes like, oh yeah, we're like best friends. You didn't know. Right. And you responded. Were you fucking my girlfriend? Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You guys fucking. <laughs> Which. Every time you do it is so funny to me. Sure. But I mean, we know it's funny. It's never funny to the person you say it to. They I don't it's know how are we the weird ones or are they creeps? Because they're supposed to be comics. They're supposed to be funny here. I'm not going with fucking pastor and be like, hey Padre, you're fucking nailing my broad. <laughs> you're sticking your dick in her fucking carafe. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going with the gas station attendant and then hey, you're putting your dipstick up her asshole? No. <laughs> This is a, 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 someone who's trying to do comedy for a living. And I say, hey, what are you, fucking my girlfriend? And they take an issue with it. It might be all the hard consonants in that. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking my girlfriend. I don't know where, where these people, like these people j- jump around like clowns, yeah. debasing themselves, doing skits. I mean, people like talk about, like, don't call them skits, we do sketches. No, no, they're skits. They're like these, these seem like things that children, like little children, do for their parents when they have like company, you know. <laughs> and like, and the, the doing on stage. Yo, Eddie, play the bongos again. I want mommy. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna throw hot boiling water in your face. That's what I would do if our kid wasn't performing. <laughs> I would just, I'm gonna throw a hot ramen packet in your face. Get in there and don't shame me. <laughs> but these fucking scumbags. You know they'll, they'll do that shit, but like when I when I, when I have a jovial, well, you're fucking my girlfriend. <laughs> you know, they, like they don't see humor Look, in it. I wouldn't describe that as jovial per se. It's I would hilarious. I would describe it as uh, hilariously psychotic. But yeah. It, it, <laughs> You have to be look if you can't stare a man in the face who's accusing you of fucking his girlfriend for no reason. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, though, if you can't stare that man down and then like, because it's one thing if you like if you both like were in the woods 
You know, you you were camping together, yeah. and then you had to like cuddle because you lost your fucking sleeping bag, and so I found you naked. There's a reason, so it's awkward. I get it. No, no, I was just fucking grabbing a cunt pussy. No, I get it. It's, but, like, but this is a situation where there's no reason for me to think that. So it's ob. If you can't like negotiate your way around that, like you know, awkwardness, how are you gonna fucking deal with someone who's like outwardly attacking you? In a heckling situation, or just in some belligerent bar situation. I, it's a weird parallel <laughs> to draw <laughs> because <laughs> if who's gonna ha- who's gonna attack you like that ever? <laughs> People will just say things. You need to be able to respond. <laughs> and if, if I'm saying to you, "Well, you fucking my girlfriend," and you and he would say, "Well, you know, I'm not." Fu-, I would say if I was him, and I'm just off the top of my head. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, my, my, I'm not shitting mayonnaise out of my ass. So no, I, obviously, I'm you not fucking your girlfriend. You're right, right. You should teach a comedy class in how comics can respond uh, <laughs> to the, to this one weird joke you do. <laughs> Just to my various aggressions. <laughs> to your ultra specific aggressions against. How did diffuse like Ray attacking you with both jokes that he wrote? <laughs> Which did you hear my last one? <laughs> Obviously, I'm not shitting. Ma- I, I, it was very good. <laughs> right. Obviously, I'm not shitting mayonnaise, so I'm not fucking your girlfriend. <laughs> which I'm not sure what that means about you, yeah. but apparently, you know, like I guess my ass smells like mayonnaise when I fuck. Yeah. In my in my head, Does, do you think that's true? Does my ass smell like mayonnaise when I fuck you. <laughs> that's the title of the episode. Does my ass smell like mayonnaise when I fuck you? Can we put that as a title? Okay, sure. I don't yeah. think iTunes would allow it. No, probably not. Uh, but, um, you know, another thing we were talking about, I mean, speaking of feminism is, a, you know, we were, we went to see the Avengers movie. Uh, with no spoilers. For no, no spoilers. Uh, Let's talk about before the Avengers movie, first of all. Oh, yeah. Well, there was. Um, I, well, first of all, I came home the other day. We had a moment of uh, interesting self-reflection. All right. First of all, we're going to. I, I buy Lucy gifts all the fucking time. All right. Yeah. I got you fucking roses the other day. You didn't bring it up. It's we're 25 minutes in. You haven't brought up the fact that I brought your roses oh, yeah, the other Ray day. Bro- Ray bought me. Well, you're making it sound like I didn't bring it up at all until now. And I, I thank you profusely. For no, those but, but, flowers. but no, but this is a podcast. You know how much. This is a podcast about our relationship. I didn't believe you loved me until you got me those flowers. I didn't. This is a podcast <laughs> about our relationship. Uh, and as it pertains to the vis-a-vis, you know, I give you things and you give me sexual, you know, gravitation and I eat your ass, whatever it is. Yeah. And you don't mention the flowers. I'm a little upset. Um, Everybody, people of the world, pay attention. Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Ray got me flowers the other day. It was lovely. Thank you. But also, in that same vein, I got you a baby Groot. You got, uh, and you also got me a little stuffed baby Groot. Yeah, in anticipation day, of the day. Avengers. Yeah, separate day. Yeah. Just a little treat. I just people, I, well, I, people don't need to know it was a separate they, day. They do. They it's do. not crucial. They do. They do because it wasn't like I'm like I'm in a gift giving mood, yeah. so I'm gonna stock up on roses and baby Groots. No, no, no. So I'm always in a gift giving <laughs> mood with Lucy. I'm always getting Lucy things. That's the point. So it's, it is important. It's constant Christmas around. It's this just bitch. fucking little. It's like I mean, like, like Hanukkah. Little gifts, like little gifts every day. Yeah. Not one big gift, right? Hanukkah all year round. You get the little tchotchkes. God, that sounds awful. Well, a lot of them. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think it's great. No, it's, it's, it really is the amount that you... They get very um, sensitive about Hanukkah, Jewish people. Uh, well, at least Jewish 13-year-old, 10-year-old <laughs> boys. I remember one time, I was a Jewish kid in my Boy Scout troop, and he, I was like, hey, how's it you getting it for Christmas? I celebrate Hanukkah! <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And yeah. like, you know. And that's the extent of my negotiations with, you know, uh, 
just and that's when you started hating Jews. I don't hate Jews. Yeah. Uh, you, you Lucy keeps saying that because, well, just because I bought a subway stream. <laughs> and like I'm, which I well, no, no. Then that's pro-Israel. Oh, so I hate Pal- according to you, I hate Palestinians. Yeah, I mean somehow you hate them both. I mean I'm not going to try to sort it out. Uh, side note: People are apparently uh, I I love everyone. I love Jews. I love Palestinians. <laughs> um, I love Israelis. I mean, I, I'm the guy who studied Israeli military history. I'm, I'm a guy who was a fan of Mossad. Yeah. They do a few things that I'm not a fan of. They, a little genocidal sometimes, I don't know, maybe. But, you know, that's not for me to... You know, that's not this, this part. <laughs> but apparently, this is, uh, this is interesting. That we got a soda stream. When we first moved in together, we got a soda stream. Seltzer, we're it, seltzer babies. It was kind of our, like, flagship couple thing. Yeah. Like, our, our apartment couple thing. I love our soda stream, by I the way. I love it. I'm, and, I'm, and, and it is... Uh, we drink seltzer all the time. Yeah. It's a great product. Recently, I found out <laughs> that the company SodaStream, yeah. very passionate about Israeli imperialism in the in the Gaza Strip. Well, I and mean, I think they're Israeli, but you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's some company from Delaware that supports Israeli you know imperialism, <laughs> as you say. Yeah, um, but there are other Israeli companies, and this one seems like particularly vocal. No, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, look, I, I'll just say this: um, you're an American, and you pay taxes. So you're supporting Israeli occupation. Of course. So yeah. can, we, can we just stop? Can I have my seltzer? The soda stream. It's can I have my seltzer? <laughs> of course you can. And okay. look, I still love the product. Sure. I still think it's a fantastic product. I'm not going to throw out my soda stream. Um, I mean, throw out, your, throw out your, 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 your government. I mean, if you want to end it, sure. But like, don't start with my seltzer is all I'm saying. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying the soda stream, it's not so much that it's, it's responsible for it. But the soda stream is a reminder of it. It's a symbol of it in our home. It's How do we get into this? If a Palestinian How does this happen? Ray, if a Palestinian person were to enter our home, yeah. they might see our soda stream and think, am I in a safe space? Yeah. Um, you know, look, if they enter our, if anyone besides me and you enter our home, it's probably because we're trying to fuck them. <laughs> um... And only with consent, of course. But I'm just saying, like, so yeah, they're safe, but it's also like, you know, it's not not ideal. Probably, unless they want to fuck. They're us. probably not gonna walk home like a hundred percent happy. I mean, look, they're, yeah. they're gonna walk home having had consent, been a part of the whole thing. But yeah, maybe not hard cocks be part of the whole thing. Yeah, maybe you know, half hard cock, and then uh, and then maybe and then, uh, apologies, and then maybe the memory of me uh, yelling at your cock to make it harder. <laughs> yeah, and that just makes it worse. Yeah, and like. Uh, Although I, I, I like the idea of it, but it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes it worse. But I think at the forefront of I would all lo- of that. I would love but I think I think at the forefront of all of that, me yelling at your flaccid cock, <laughs> you crying, you you apologizing profusely, and that just kind of making them more uncomfortable. In the forefront of all of that, they'll be thinking, but what's with that soda stream? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little uh, it's a little gauche. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Um but yeah, so this is why we're such a great couple. Because honestly, if you were screaming at my heart cock, I wouldn't get hard necessarily, but I would start laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I would love it. We, you know, this is uh, but yeah, we we were. This is how we got I'm the not event. yelling at you for not being hard. I'm yelling at your cock. Oh sure, no, you my <laughs> cock is is a person to you, and, and, and it's 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 you're taking it to task. You're letting Ray down. Stand up. Be a man. <laughs> It's really, I mean, and the cocks responding. Yeah, how about you stop eating some fucking ring things? Get some blood flow back at <laughs> me. <laughs> I'd love some blood right now. <laughs> how about you? How about you? Have a fucking sit up, the fucking turd. 
<laughs> you don't think I'd like to have some blood pumping through me? I'm not saying he's blameless. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that's we got on there from the Avengers because we. Oh yeah! Oh, because we were talking about in the lead. We we were on our way to the Avengers. I took my baby Groot doll with right, me. Right, the baby Groot doll, which I, the, one of the many gifts I give Lucy. Uh, so you uh, do constantly shower me with these little cute stuffed animals. Well, you like them, and uh, but and I imagine it's it, they're nice to have. They're nice little like knickknacks, uh, and and uh, I imagine maybe like giving one to her baby one day to play with. Sure, I just mean, one. <laughs> just want to know because you want to play with the others. Because yeah. I'm, I'm always, I'm, I'm going surprised. to use the others as an audience. I'm always surprised to see that you like kind of clutch them as if you were a child. Yeah, and they're basically, basically beanie babies. I mean, the only functional use they have is cuddling. It's sure. cuddle time. Right. So we were cuddling baby group. We went, or basically, we went to the coffee shop before we went to the movies. Yeah, and, and I had a baby Groot, and, and I was holding him. You're, you're wearing this like very beautiful new uh, spring dress that you have. It's a yellow, very sexy dress. Yeah. And these uh, wedge heels, you call them. Yeah. They're very sexy, uh, mm-hmm. and your hair is all flowing. You get a little jean jacket over your summer dress because it was a little drizzly. Yeah, and I'm looking sporty. And you're clutching the baby Groot the way a seven-year-old would. Yeah. And you're in the coffee shop, and it's like, so there's this mixture of sexy but also like, you know, childlike, uh, not sexy, just <laughs> childlikeness. Uh, and there's just all things going on. And, you, and you're going, is Dr. Ho in this movie? Is he one of the Avengers? <laughs> I'm you're, trying to figure out who's an, an, an Avenger, technically. Right, because you thought, you thought all the Avengers were dead. You said, that's going to be all the only B, the B squad's going to be in this movie. Meanwhile... The movie starts out with the entire core Avengers group alive. All the main Avengers are alive, it yeah. turns out. Uh, yeah. But I thought that Tony Stark was... A, or, wait, no. Tony Stark's alive. I I thought that... Um, yes, yeah, so the, movie, the movie starts out with all the core... I thought that... Spi- oh, I was asking because I was like, but Spider-Man's dead. And you were like, Spider-Man isn't an Avenger. I never said that. But yeah, I mean, I said Spider-Man, he is actually technically an Avenger by the end of Infinity War. Yeah. But well, why are we getting... That's not what I said. You asked me if Doctor Strange was an Avenger. I'm like, well, he's a friend of theirs. <laughs> you know, he, Tony doesn't seem to like him very much, but they're on the same I side. I asked you if uh, Robot Girl, and that's what I called her, um, uh, Gamora's sister, Robot Girl. She might Girl. be now, I think I said. And then you, and then you asked, is... Look, you didn't say that. Wait, hold on. You didn't ask me if Doctor Strange was an Avenger. You asked... That's the whole, that's the whole thing. You asked... You're like, is Doctor Who an Avenger? Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I asked you if Doctor Who was an Avenger. Yeah. And, and, you, a, and you got like, just for a second. Now, it wasn't sustained. Right. But for a second, you looked at me with such disdain. <laughs> and you were like, you were like, he's not in the movies. <laughs> you know, you were in, like very in a, in a ice cold ice cold way. You, 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 you responded to me. Well, look, I mean, look. All your all that uh, all those videos you watch on YouTube about ga- about uh, you know gamer gates. Com- com- gamer gates and comic book movies just came out in that moment. I saw I saw it all in a flash of your eyes. Look, I you couldn't have come across as a, a bigger trope. <laughs> yeah. Just a fucking clutching your baby Groot, just like a fucking just willing to like you came across like some woman going like Captain Marvel's good for women, <laughs> and then like. 
You're clutching a fucking, like, you know, you might as well have a BB-8 from the new Star Wars movies, <laughs> and you're fucking rubbing it with your clit. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just clutching my baby Groot, uh, knowing nothing about the, <laughs> the Marvel Universe. I, I'm not the guy who cares. It was just, it really <laughs> was. And, but, the, but the fact that I was kind of angry about it, we, we kind of encapsulated for a moment just the perfect, I don't know. The perfect, it's like, it was two sides of a coin that, like, people complain about in terms right. of how people relate to these movies. It's like the girl who fucking just latches onto it at the very end yeah. and knows nothing about it. But she's got like a fucking, you know. But I've got the paraphernalia. And, the, and, the, and, the, and your tits hanging out. And my tits hanging out. Baby Groot on my side. Yeah. And and you're just, just like. Some neckbearded asshole just, just being mean to his girlfriend. A mean neckbeard <laughs> who's who's uh, chastising his girlfriend for not knowing enough about comic books. I mean, it's like that, to be fair, Doctor Who's not even a comic book, but I mean, <laughs> whatever. I, I, I think it's a TV. I don't even like Doctor Who, really. I mean, it's all right. I don't know why I said Doctor Who. I actually do. I know what Doctor Who is. I've watched some Doctor Who. Okay. But, but I, mean, I, give, I don't care. Even. I forgot that he wasn't Doctor. also Doctor Strange for a second. Uh, I forgot that Doctor Strange wasn't also called Doctor it's Who. More, I think I was more annoyed by like the, the, the clouded mind. Just a muddled, like, what? It's more just like, what? Sometimes <laughs> I'm just more cranky than anything else. I, I really am. Like uh, sometimes I just walk through the world in like a constant state of post electroshock therapy. Sometimes, yeah. and I'm also and I'm also just fussy all the time. Yeah, you're a fussy baby. So it's just like Doctor Who, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And then people mistake me for someone who cares about comic books. Meanwhile, I just kind of don't like you. But yeah, we represent a joke. Don't just work, work over that. What? what? I, so you don't even listen to me. <laughs> You don't even. Yeah, I just said. I, I just. The, I'll quote myself from five seconds ago. I said people mistake me for some guy who cares about comics, but I'm just. I just don't like you. And you just kept going. You didn't even. You don't even listen to what I'm saying because I know you. I know you. I know that even though that was a joke, you'd feel bad if you heard that and you didn't hear it. Oh, baby. Uh. Well, I feel bad now. So mission you, accomplished. Do you want to talk about this? <laughs> but um, what, what, me holding my, <laughs> me holding my vagina. Yes, you. Is that? I mean, it happens all the time. I don't think we brought it up in the show. Look, sometimes when ladies want to hold their vaginas with one hand, it's not necessarily a sexual thing. I mean, five times sometimes. a week, four to five times a week, we're watching something, like a, like a dramatic... We're, we're watch, we've been watching The Americans lately, and I have to turn to Lucy and go, are you jerking off right now? Because, like, right now, you're, like, you're not just holding your vagina, you are, like, moving your hand back and forth. I'm, uh, look, it's a, it's a kind of... You're Al Bundying your pussy. It's a comfort mechanism. Okay. It, it's, it's just a way of going like, you're here, you're safe, you're covered. If anything were to try to fly into you, any right. kind of sharp objects or anything, you're safe. Well, look, uh, uh, to be fair to me, yeah. I when I see you doing it, we'll, we'll take the roll sometimes. You'll you'll cut my vagina I sometimes. Cu- I, I don't look... You can email us at ourloveisdisgusting.com at gmail.com. Have you heard of that? I mean, it, I cup my girlfriend's vagina. Does anyone um, else, if anyone else has any experience with this non sexual cupping? I mean, it's a little the, sexual. Of the vagina. It's not, it's, I mean, we're not platonic friends. I mean, you're my <laughs> lover. No, I wouldn't just let my pal cup my vagina. Right. Yeah. But, like, but in the moment, it's not sexual. It's more of a comforting. It's like, I, it's, a, it's a part of spooning a lot of times. Yeah, it's a nurturing. Like, instead thing. of my hand landing you know, on your waist. I'll just hold your vagina while we sleep. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, just normal. I, I like it. I'd I think like it's comfortable. I'd like know. to know if other people engage in this. We should make T-shirts that just have a vagina with hands, like, you know, hand over it. Yeah, and it says and cupping. Cupping, yeah. <laughs> we, we, is that the best term we could use? Should we call it, should we call it palming? Palming? That sounds violent almost. Yeah. What about... Uh, um, cradling. Cradle, cradling is nice. Uh, uh, scrambling. Let me scramble your, scramble. Let me scramble your vagina. <laughs> let me. Uh, let me. We're gonna we're, maybe we'll do an online poll or something. Yeah, yeah. This will be our new merch. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find we're gonna make a we're gonna have to design some kind of um what, what did we call it before cradling the um cupping cupping a cupping glove for the men. Yeah, because like you want to. F- I, I like feeling your vagina. Oh yeah, if we could make some kind of velvet glove, like right. a very soft glove that just that, well, it has like you know some kind of dildo on the end of it. Yeah, uh, or something like, like a dildo goes into the vagina, but then your hand rests. Yeah. So like you're. So it's not meant to to penetrate repeatedly. No, no, it just fits in like a peg. Yeah. So it stays there. This is great. It's so like the the lid to a thermos. Yeah. So while you're sleeping, the hand stays over the vagina. Mm-hmm. This is genius. I don't know. I kind of, half of me doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And the other half is like, this is kind of great. Yeah. So I don't know. So yeah. So we were two idiots in the coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, we represent in that moment. We represented the the entire internet. Right. <laughs> basically. Uh, but you know, there's a movie. I don't want to talk about the movie too much. It, it, I I loved it. Look, I I thought I thought it was great. Um. You know, it, it's like we we both saw Captain. We saw Captain Marvel. Captain again. Marvel is um, if the hollow. I mean, the, there are movies. It's just the worst movie ever. I'm not gonna get into hyperbole. It's just it's a movie that deserves to. It's it, it's it's Brie Larson is gar- it, it's so bad in it. Um, it it's I'm, feminism. I, I'm the biggest feminist in the world, and this is somehow <laughs> like they took it. I mean, they played. That stupid No Doubt song. It, look, it, without saying too much about the Avengers movie, because I, I can't Marvel you want how bad it is. Because I don't want to talk. I want to oh, spoil right. it. It it is amazing how much better every actor in that movie is oh, than yeah. Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I will say this: <laughs> Captain Marvel's dog shit. Yeah. Uh, and the Russo brothers, uh, I feel like there was there was pressure, and you could see spots where they gave like there's some give and take, and there's a spot where they had to take a few things. They had to include her in some things that they probably didn't want to include her in. But there was, a, I, I I feel like some people might nitpick, and yeah. there's some stuff. There's a part where you might nitpick it, and I understand it, but I feel like that had to do that. Like there was, I don't want to spoil anything. But they, I, I, in my opinion, it was masterful. If I'm right, because I'm assuming they they want so much more. There's a moment that's a very like contrived feminism moment. It, it's a moment that so that, gross. that feels like Captain Marvel inside of a brilliant film. Yeah, right. And it's like, it, it, to me, it's it. It is this amazing because you can tell that's coming from the top down. What's the woman's name? The Kathleen Kennedy, I think. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like oh, those neckbeards. Hey, Kathleen Kennedy. You can tell. What's interesting to me is that it's like it's clear that it's her vision. Yeah. And her vision is just this like bullshit yeah. pseudo feminism. It's the feminism of a CEO. It's you know white woman feminism. It, it's rich white woman feminism. Yeah. And and it's like. But it's even that it does almost doesn't describe it how bad it is. Yeah, it, it's it's the entire. There's plenty of white women who would be good, but there's a certain it's it's what country club feminism. Yeah, exactly. It's like, isn't it terrible when you're, uh, you know, you're. You, 
the intern at the company that you run and make billions of dollars off of is like shitty to you for a second and you have to fire him <laughs> and it's like and it's like, like it, and captain marvel is like to me it almost it explains everything wrong with captain marvel because it's like it's not like the, the movie shows how she went through sex discrimination and sexual harassment and all this There's stuff the reason they call it the cockpit <laughs> right? but it's the, yeah it's like all these lame not only are they unrealistic, right? It's They'd like, be out of place in Mad Men. Right. They'd be out of place in Mad Men. In they, the 50s. They're almost not as bad as it really is. Right. Like, it, it, you know, there's a, a fucking scene in Captain Marvel where w- I'm going to spoil that. That's oh, yeah. got, you should have seen it by now. But but uh, there's a, a scene in she's having this series of flashbacks of all the times men excluded her from right. things. And the first memory is literally her father telling her she can't ride go-karts right <laughs> like it's like it's like like this when was she's like, like 10 or something like this was a huge systemic problem of like right. girls not being able to ride in in little cars made for children <laughs> like it's not, it's not like, like some guy showing her his cock under the fucking uh under a fucking uh exactly if it were balcony. if it were that i'd fucking respect it or yeah like, some or like or her getting you know god forbid raped or or, or or just abused or so or like you know they, they didn't they didn't even have a thing. If you're gonna be like this, the plight of women, they didn't even have like a Back to the Future esque like you know a guy getting too handsy with her. Right. They were, like, like PG even. Like, I mean, like it was it's it's like all the stuff that women or like some you know fucking guy like trying to lift up her skirt when she was 12 years old at a dance. It's like just, you know what I mean? Like there's probably a lot yeah, more. Yeah, like or like, or even if you take it outside of the fucking sexual like sure. uh, shit, it's like, it, it, look, there are moments in your life where you realize if you're a woman at work, whether you're a fucking waitress or you're a, a temp or something, there are moments when you realize you're being left out of something. Like there's Canadian PSAs. Right, like a, th- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a guy calls you a cow and slams your head you, on the you, desk. You correct him and he's yeah. like, he's like, who the hell are you to correct me? You ignorant cow yeah. um <laughs> but it's like you, you might see like a group of guys congregating and you realize you're being left out of something or something you know oh. it's like you're like being left out of some networking thing you know it's like there are little subtle things like that but it, why can't you just be more chill <laughs> and like go go inter- interject yourself well, I mean, just saying, like, why can't, you know, I, if I was a woman, I'd be like. I'm not going to, I'll, I'll, t- I'll put I, I, it this I, way. I won't give advice. No, I'll, I'll put it this way. I have advice to give women. I, feel like I have I advice can, to give women. I feel like I can put it this way because you're such a great feminist. Yes, yes, yes. The energy that it would take yeah. <laughs> to prove to you that this is a real thing and that women can't change it, <laughs> that it has to be men who change it. Watch, <laughs> let, watch what I do. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a woman. And yeah. you give you a little group. And mm-hmm. you guys are talking about, yeah. what are you guys talking about, you think? Uh, I don't mopeds. know. We're, we're talking about mopeds. What's the, what's the best moped? We're talking about a fucking client or some shit. I come over. Hey, what are you <laughs> tarts talking about? <laughs> I'm a woman though, talking to men. Imagine that. Imagine the power I would wield if I just went. What are you tarts talking about? <laughs> be amazing. It'd be. It would fucking like diffuse. I, I, you'd be the the top dog woman. It's such a it's such a male fantasy of how women like assert power <laughs> effectively. If, if you, I swear <laughs> to cry, but no, no, it's not. No, I, what happens is I'm telling you, as a man, if, if I was in a group of men, we were just talking about a client, and some woman comes over and goes, "What are you tarts talking about?" Like it'd be so endearing, and we we'd let her in our club. <laughs> 
We totally let her in the club. I mean, I'm not really a part. I'm not the guy to ask because I'm not usually the guy who gets along with other men. It's such a delusional fantasy about how this works. I'm telling you, if a woman <laughs> came over no, no, and this is what really happened. This is what really happened because I've been the fucking ball busty girl at the fucking drop. It doesn't work. What would you say? What'd you say? Well, like, explain the scenario where I've, you were ball busty. I've been like busty. a ball busty person. Yeah, but did you say what you? Tar- I I chose my words very carefully. I didn't just say ball boss. I said, what are you tarts talking about? So that has to be the exact line regardless of the situation. I mean, it's uh, it's one of, it's a line that I'm this gifted. Is, I don't, no, this no, is, listen to me. No, let me talk, let me talk, let me talk, let me talk. delusional. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift I'm giving to women, this one line. There's other lines you can use, but this is a gift. You can have this one for free. It's a delusional idea. This is, it, it, it's, it's a, th- this is what happens when that, when women try that. The group goes, uh-huh, and then they awkwardly disperse and congregate somewhere else. Look, to, like, be, to, be, to be fair, that's what happens with me. <laughs> yeah, but you're a particularly weird man. Yes. I was talking the other day at In fact, work. your exclusion from polite society might be responsible for your feminism. Maybe. Because you understand the struggle on some I was level. talking the other day about, you know, going to the, like, not having, not having enough toilets at work, which everyone's in a line, so when you come out of the toilet, you know, someone's waiting for the toilet. And so it was awkward. And so, and but like I, I was at first, I was saying take a shit. Then I realized I looked around like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. And, and I said, you know, but someone really, so I corrected myself. And, you know, someone knows you just made feces, and people were very just repulsed that I said made feces. But I think it's a great way to describe taking a shit. <laughs> you know, let's go make feces. That's this is my point. So you you get excluded. Women get excluded as a baseline, right? And you get excluded for for. Talking about your shits explicitly. Well, right, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. I kind of oversold that. I'm very, I think you'll agree. I'm pretty charming. I don't get excluded. Is a problem. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm actually. You know. I'm, people find me endearing. I. I. Oh yeah. I. We've had this argument a million times. Is, is that like, you think that if a woman acted the way you act, that there wouldn't be any issue? <laughs> but if a man acted the way I act in a vacuum, it'd be it'd be a mania. It would be pure chaos. Mm-hmm. You need to look. I didn't come out of the womb charming. I didn't come out of my twenties. Eighteen year old. I wasn't twenty two and charming. I, I I got charming over time. I've learned my personality is a stew, all right, and it's been slow cooking for years. And now, uh, at the at the age I am, the the marketable age of twenty three that I am, uh, in case any agents or, or managers are listening, the twenty three year old that I am. I'm not 23, but the point is, I can pull off yelling at my boss and telling her and telling her that she's wrong and whatever. But you know, like you have to earn that. Is my point. And women, yeah, like you have to say it's not that you come over and ball bust. It's that you say, "Hey, what are you tarts doing?" <laughs> it's that you say those exact words. Well, those, are, those exact words would turn the tide for they, women look, in the in the workplace. They would, and you'll yeah. have to say that. But you have to say something as good as that. <laughs> And, and I'm giving one one to the women of, of, our, of our fan base for free. You're trying to pull like a weird, like a uh, hyper masculine version of she's all that with all the women in the world. What? And I think it's an unfair expectation to set. I'm not expecting I, anything. I'm saying that if you want to, me- if you don't, if you want to wait around for the men to, to change, cool. If you don't, here's a, 
I'm giving the I'm like that guy an Apex Tech commercial. Here's a tool that goes in your toolbox. But what you're saying Listen actually show. actively <laughs> ensures that men won't change because because you're you're implying that the baseline mm -hmm. should be women are excluded and they have to earn it with with what are you tarts doing? I'm not saying and they should have to. I'm just saying if you have a bunch of bros and like they're they're not letting you in. You know, yeah, yeah. In that case, you know, what's the alternative? What's your alternative to saying what your tarts up to? <laughs> what is the alternative? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, if you're at a progressive place that is accepting, yeah, keep that in your back pocket. Use it for a rainy day. But I'm just saying, like, if you need to over look, if you keep listening to the show, I'll I'll come up with more diffusing uh, <laughs> okay. phrases that well, women can use. We're gonna start a Google Doc. Yeah. Of of opening lines. Yeah. That women can use with a bro in a broy workplace. Yeah. This, like, this is actually a great idea. I'm yeah. sold on it now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> because look, I, I, I love how you're critiquing it as yeah. if you know how I'd respond. Uh, how you'd respond? Well, I'm a guy. I'm but a guy. you're I'm a weirdo. Right. <laughs> you're a fucking weirdo. That's you're a fair not, point. You're not, you're not some suit. What's you're like... Hmm, hmm. You might, right, you might be onto something. You're a bizarre human being. We need... Who would respond to that? <laughs> <laughs> like, this girl's got something. Moxie. She's got magazine. Yeah. But look, you might be right. I'm going to keep an open mind. Okay. Um, and, and tell us what you think. If a girl came up to you and your bros <laughs> at the workplace and said, what are you tarts up to? What, how would you respond to that? Yo, if, if, if they're being... Like, don't just do it in the middle of a meeting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, now it's getting more complicated. Well, life is complicated. I'm sorry, Lucy. <laughs> life is complicated. You know, you don't just hand a man, a, a woman, a gun. Yeah, but it's complicated. No, no, you don't, no, 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 no. You don't just hand someone a gun and not tell them how to use it. You're the best feminist I've ever met. Thank you. And you can't understand that the thing that's complicating it is the very thing you've spent your life fighting against, which is the patriarchy. Right, but the patriarchy isn't like a switch you can turn off, right? It's, 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 it's a complex, nuanced, interconnected, you know, half the time people know they're being crappy guys, and the other half, they don't necessarily realize it, and they, or they don't care, or they, they, it's, they, they hear about crappy guys. It's not a guys. conscious thing. It's not always. I mean, yeah. sometimes it is more conscious than others. I mean, yeah. whatever. I'm saying it's varying things. And I'm saying is sometimes you just want to fucking get in the, your foot in the door and not wait for the patriarchy to collapse. And then you, so you can use one of them Raycom shortcuts. <laughs> you know, what are your tarts up to? <laughs> we're going to create an entire dock of these. Yeah. We're gonna, as we create them, we're going to add to the dock. Look, I, we're going to share it. I want this to be the same way. What those, what's that the, the secretary school they have? The typing and all that shit. Do you remember what they call that? The Max, oh, the Maxwell School, right? Oh, I don't know. There's something called the Maxwell School, and like you know, it, uh, it's like for like, like executive secretaries and stuff, like mm. you know, transcription and dictaphones. Back in the day, I'm not sure if it's still really a thing. But I think if you're like a president's secretary, for instance, you know, there's a it's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So in the same way that like you know, you might refer to the Max, like oh, she's a Maxwell girl. She's a Ray Comp girl. She's got one. She's like, <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> She's learned all this stuff. Hey, what are you tarts up to? <laughs> ah, you're a Ray Cump girl, huh? <laughs> really gets to the, me the meat and potatoes of it all. You're right. I mean, maybe that is what, what's needed. Is yeah. You need somebody who's willing to come out from behind enemy lines. Do I need to transition like the show? No, right? No. I shouldn't do that. Transition what? I shouldn't be like, like somehow like become a woman. <laughs> 
how to transition to show your loyalty. <laughs> so or just, or just to help, like, like as an example. Like, I, I'll, I'll walk the walk. Yeah. But I feel like this undermines. I'm not trying to undermine, you know, tra- people who want who are trans. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, but yeah, I, you can't do anything now. You can't do anything. You can't just <laughs> pretend to be trans. <laughs> you can't. What has this world come to? You can't even pretend to be trans anymore. Just to sell your weird <laughs> system of business tapes to women. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm an ally. It's uh, all I know. You're an ally. But anyway, the point being, the, the original point being that this this is the kind of stuff that it's like the reason it's not in the movie is because right. the person who's envisioning the movie is just this like ultra privileged lady who's, right. who's who never really experienced it on that level like she may have experienced i'm not saying like she's never experienced sexism or whatever but the sexism that you experienced within such a charmed life is going to be like Oh, not movie worthy. And so you end up just like throwing shit at the wall. Like maybe your dad didn't let her ride go-karts or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Who, yeah. How is like, it? <laughs> go-karts. Oh God. Anyway, go see the movie. Uh, it's great. That Captain Marvel, <laughs> you know, Avengers. It is very good. Yeah. Um, Doctor Who is in it. Uh, he <laughs> is not one of the Avengers. Um, he's, he's doing his own thing. Yeah. Uh, but enjoy it. Um, we, we dropped a lot of hints about uh, us spending our lives together. Well, we're not engaged. Uh, we'll make that clear. No. Um, but you, you told me this story. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was telling you about uh, a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, who uh, recently proposed to his girlfriend. Right. And, uh, and he, you know, made a post about it. And, and they're both very anti-materialism. And so sure. posting about like, you know, the ring shouldn't be reflective of, it shouldn't be, the money shouldn't reflect the amount of love. It should be, the love comes from within. Right, right. And guy sounds great. <laughs> and so he told the story about how his girlfriend sent him a link mm-hmm. to a $2 ring that right. she could, that he could propose to her with. Right. She was like, I want this ring. And so he gave her that ring. Okay, I didn't know that was part of it. So, these two people are both assholes. <laughs> uh, just assholes. I mean, ugh. What, she, she sent him a link like, as a hint? I, di- I didn't realize that part of it. We'll get to that in a minute, I guess. Here's the thing. I assume that he just bought her a $2 ring. I don't care if she likes it or not. They're both morons. Because, like, look, I am anti-diamonds, right? Diamonds are a fucking... Constru- like, as much as I talk about the free market... <laughs> And how, like, you know, if people want something, it's valuable, right? Like, that, that determines value. People want it. That being said, diamonds are, like, a, the situation where it's, like, the De Beers Corporation has basically created the illusion of scarcity and, and, and to, to basically, and, and like, my, and basically mind control uh, advertising kind of shit. And, mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrible thing. You, you can go, go Google diamonds and the De Beers and, like, you know, Cecil, and Cecil Rhodes, the guy who started De Beers, a racist scumbag. Whatever. Point is, I'm not into diamonds. You should have to spend, what is it, two months salary to get a di- uh, an engagement ring for the thing? That's the fucking standard thing. Gross. It's a gross thing they, they put on society. That being said, this scumbag, idiot, people, $2 for a fucking... Do you realize how bad that's going to fit? Like, you can't get a $2 ring re This is a ring you're supposed to wear every day <laughs> of your fucking life. <laughs> and this idiot spending $2 on it? Yeah. I mean, there's a certain level. Like, 
Go spend fifty. You can't spend fifty dollars, a hundred dollars on a. No one's asking you to spend ten grand. Yeah. But you can't spend a hundred dollars. So the or, no, the love of my life should have a fucking gumball ring <laughs> on her finger. Just digging into her fucking oxidizing f- her finger. Yeah, yeah, oxidizing her finger at best. At worst, just this piece of shitty rusty metal sticking to her fucking fat <laughs> finger for like thirty years. Yeah, it's like it is like kind of like. Maybe get something that isn't going to give the love of your life a, a rash. Yeah. <laughs> a constant rash. It's just like, like this is a, this whole generation. It's just like in the, in, in the mad rush to be a pretentious moron, they forget the basics. <laughs> the reason, you know, like, it's like, oh, I have to make this point. I have to make this entitled point. Like, yeah, no one, no one, diamonds are bullshit. So stop, no, too, stop being a cheap fuck. All right. <laughs> Like money has its own, has a place in society, all right? You Bernie bro idiot, you fucking <laughs> stupid. This is what you want. This, this is, is why you need the Bernie. This is why sex. you have to suck me off to get me to vote for Bernie. <laughs> this is why I'm not on board. You need a group like Wet Holes for Bernie Sanders. You, it, it would definitely make it you know more palatable because yeah. honestly, uh, I see the way it's manifesting in our society. I mean, look, when Bernie says it, it makes it can make some sense. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like, a, it's like anything else. It's a game of telephone. You know, we're fucking, you know, it, like it's AOC. It's like when AOC first came around with Jack, talking to Jack Tapper, it's like, yeah, we're talking about healthcare for everyone. It couldn't be, it couldn't make any more sense. Well, everyone else does it. Why don't we? It's like, all right, she, this is an attractive woman talking straight. You're right. And like, you know, this is great. And the moment she gets in, it's just like, we're going to use fucking, you know, we're going to create 50,000 new jobs making solar powered batteries, uh, solar powered calculators. And, and then like, it's all nonsense. You're right. You're right. I, I mean, there can be unintended consequences. Like uh, with Biden, like all you might get is like, you know, a second wave of, a, of the drug war he architected. <laughs> but God forbid we get solar paneling jobs. I don't think that. <laughs> I I don't know in what way crazy Joe Biden constructed anything besides <laughs> besides a sexual harassment case against him. <laughs> How did he start a drug war? What are you talking about? I mean, he was involved in the legislation. He was like pretty involved in the legislation. He was a senator. <laughs> These senators get involved in shit. That's the thing. He was just look. This is what who's gonna what, what's what's Bernie gonna say when Trump calls out a small dick? Hey, Bernie, you got a small dick. That's, like, that's, that's where we're going. That's like, where we're heading. Yes, I do. And, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> but uh, you people think I'm crazy. That's where we're but heading. But my dick is not as small as the point zero 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 one percent <laughs> it's not gonna play, baby. You know, you know, you can't even finish it. It's not gonna play. You need crazy Joe Biden. He's like, hey, hey Joe, you got a small dick. Yeah, small enough for me to suck your dick. <laughs> uh, he's just some crazy shit. That's I, I should run against Trump. I mean, that, that, I, I did have that great. I, that should be that should be my fucking catchphrase. What was it? What's that? The heckle that guy was heckling me at one time. He was he said something like, "Oh, you got a big mouth." And I was like, "Yeah, big enough, big mouth for sucking, well, big mouth for sucking." Oh right? yeah, that was my favorite. I think that was my favorite moment of you on stage ever. Is yeah. that like you were you were doing a set in this like 
you know, it's like every once in a while, the fucking manager, the like the property manager or some yeah. shit is at the show and the f- they, he feels entitled to like chime in the or fucking something. super. Yeah, the, fu- yeah, the super is around and he's like, I'm going to fu- I'm going to give the comics. Uh, I'm going to talk to the comics. Yeah. And, and, and so this guy starts talking to you and he's like, and you're kind of giving him shit about it. Yeah. And he goes like, yeah. And, and he goes <laughs> to Ray, he goes, uh, you got a big mouth. And Ray goes without skipping a beat. He goes. Yeah, big mouth for sucking. <laughs> and then I think I start screaming, why don't you fuck me, Tony? Fuck me in the ass, Tony. I don't think anything could have been a better comeback for that guy. Because he was kind of like a small, you know, one of these like, you know, uh, tiny old like uh, Italian guys or some right. shit, like trying to be macho. Yeah. And, and <laughs> he's just he doesn't understand what you're doing. So you, you go big mouth for a second. He's like, yeah, you're into that? And you're like, yeah, I am into that. Why don't you fuck me, Tony? <laughs> and it's just, by the end of it, he seemed so confused he on an me, existential but he, level. But he, I won him over, and that's my point. Like, that's, that's what you need for Trump. None of you liberals understand it. That's why... No, uh, I understand it. Well, you understand, but I, I like you liberals, same way feminism needs no, me, liberals need I me. I think that's a big lesson that people need to learn is that, like, you can't, you can't out, like, beat Trump by out-decenting him. You yeah. Know? It's like, you need to fight, you need to be able to go for the jugular. Yeah, well, I, you say that, like, oh, you know that, sure, but I don't see anyone learn that lesson but Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden was like, he's like well, what did he say that one time a couple of years ago? I was like, and one of those guys, I'm going to punch him in the fucking nose. <laughs> and, like, I mean, that's the kind of thing. You need some guy just threatening Look, him, I'm not saying that can't work. I think it also works. I think it works to do that. But it also works to have just, like, a clear message that you keep going back to. Yeah, like, look, it, look, 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 here, here's me. If I was running. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, say, just say something. Like, Trump said something about me. Tell me what he said. Uh, you know this guy? He's not really smart. Uh, I don't think he really has a chance in this election. I personally, uh, you know, don't think. I think his IQ is kind of low. Uh, hey, hey, hey. My IQ uh, is high enough that I have a good chance of sucking you off. All right, Donald? <laughs> now, back to my message. <laughs> Health care for everyone. <laughs> See, I, I, I have a feeling I might be not... This is why I'm not the best politician, because everything goes back to me sucking you off. <laughs> I have nothing else. This is your only... Is this your only comeback? Question, question my tax plan. <laughs> you know, this guy he says he's going to have a, a great tax plan. He hasn't even released his tax returns yet. How about I suck your dick while you fucking put a calculator in my ass? Back to health care. <laughs> See, it's like I'm... I, 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 that's why you need me. I'm, I'm, I'm poking holes in my own theories. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, <laughs> I just imagine you at a rally, and it's like you're, you're, you're uh, the speaker before you is getting the crowd riled up for you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know him, you love him, and let me know what is he gonna do for America? What is he suck gonna suck us off? Suck us off. <laughs> I could win with this though. I think if we were fine to suck, to suck, to suck him off, because lock her up took off like a, like like gangbusters. Yeah. Everyone's like lock her up, lock her. I'm gonna suck go them off, suck us off, suck us. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. would, they would take over. Or, or even better yet, suck him off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna win this primary, and we're gonna take it to the general. And what we're gonna do with to, to to President Trump when we get there? Suck him. Donald, Donald, I'm here, and the American people, uh, I'm speaking for them, and we all want to know how many times do I have to suck you off to get you to go back to New York and leave the presidency? Woo! 
15 times, 20 times. They'll just suck you off 30 times. <laughs> for, I'll suck you off 50 times. How many, how many times will they suck your dick to win this election? <laughs> suck, suck, suck. Yeah, suck. this could be great. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like there's an energy here. Yeah. It's so... I'm old enough to be president. There is. There's something special. Do I have special. time to file? Maybe. How many, how many signatures do I need? Like 11? <laughs> That's a good question. We should, we should look into it. We, I might be running for president. We're going to get this, this campaign off the ground. It might be 2020 comp. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't see anyone else winning. Yeah. I could have the nuclear codes. <laughs> Imagine that. I would just hold this world hostage. <laughs> I would just be like, I, I would just, I, every time I do a press conference, I would have the, what they call the nuclear football, which is a little briefcase that has like the nuclear codes and the, and the keypad. I just have it on the desk. <laughs> this is, that's nuclear football. I'm Ray Kump. We're going to fix this fucking social security problem. If I'm, or I'm going to suck you off. <laughs> One of those two things is going to happen. <laughs> just custom me. For too long. The people who hold power in this country have been sucking the American people off. Well, you know what? I'm here to suck them off. It would all work until I actually blew a guy on TV, and it would all fall apart. <laughs> right, and then everybody would just get very <laughs> sad. Yeah, like, oh, this is terrible. Not because of two, I'm too many, you know, I've watched blowjobs between two men. They were exquisite. No, Ex- just because... I'm just, no, let me, let me finish. Exquisite. Like, I've watched a man suck off another man, and I'm like, this is beautiful. But me... With the way I look and the way I sound and the noises I make. <laughs> and the fact that you wouldn't even really like it. Cause no, I've tried it before. I didn't like it. Yeah. I thought I would. But, the, but I would be doing it anyway. And it would be kind of me. I'd be putting a good effort in, but it was, on my yeah. face, you could tell I wasn't loving it. You'd, be, you'd have to like wipe your face with a fucking towel every two seconds because you want to make it good. So you're yeah, making your I'm mouth. Gagging on, like, really, I was gagging on his cock and yeah. I'm snotting out my nose and I'm just having to wipe it off. Yeah. No, it'd be terrible. And the American people are just watching all over the country, like in that Black Mirror episode. Right. And they're just getting sad. Like they're, they were looking forward to it, but now they're sad. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, look, we'll still have won the election. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's it. I think the, that's that's a uh, little time we have for today. Uh, yeah, yeah. You ha- uh, where can people find you, Lucy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Steinbag. That's fantastic. Yeah. You can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Ray Kump. Uh, you can check out. I was on uh, Tim Dillon's Going to Hell uh, this past week. Yeah, that was. So I, can, I listened to some of it. It was a very funny episode. So go check that out. Tim's yeah. great. So he's. If you used to listen, I'm sure. If, look, he's. I'm gonna say if you still if you're listening, he's still doing the podcast. They know, all right. I got. I got. I got some of. The, he he won the divorce. <laughs> Whatever. Let's let's not pretend. But no, it was great. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, some merch that we uh, talked about. We talked. We we talked about some merch, right? Well, we're gonna the hand the glove. Uh, we're gonna do the uh, the cupping glove. Yeah. We're gonna do uh, maybe a little book of of Ray Kump lines right. for in, uh, infiltrating a male dominated work environment. Hundred percent. Um. Also, send us your uh, what are we calling them again? Or the advice? The, your yeah, yeah. If you if you have a question for us, uh, if you want our totally unqualified opinion on your sex life or your romantic life, we can fix your marriage. But I officially cannot say that. But we can. But yeah. Uh, our love is disgusting at gmail.com. Um, and also, hey, if you're enjoying the show, um, uh, if you go onto iTunes and leave us a five star review, that really helps the show. Helps us a lot, and um, uh, it's the least you could do, really. Let's yeah. be <laughs> this yeah. is free. This is free. <laughs> yeah. So uh, have a great week. We'll see you. See you next week. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>